0: Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT, I'm your host, Anu, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions, and even if you do, then like, follow, share, retweet on, yes, that's right, Twitter, with my handle the marketing Anu, and to see snippets, quotes from the previous podcasts, and just follow, um, just follow like yeah, what's what we're doing and um, the amazing um, tips and tricks that are given on the um in the discussions. Please follow um the podcast Instagram page at PPC Chat underscore Roundup. Now I'm really hoping that the sound is working well, and today I'm working in a very comfortable setting on my couch. With uh, my microphone having not arrived yet, but it's arriving this weekend, so I'll have better sound next week. But please bear with me. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping you're hearing me loud and clear um, and as bright as ever. I'm using the bright vocal setting and on um, GarageBand, which is um, this, the the amazing software that I use for my um, yeah for for recording, whether whichever laptop I'm on. And I'm only using one system today because I've let my other laptop, my backup laptop to my brother. Um, so, yeah, being a very good sister means that I am a bit of a one tech down, but I'm sure we will manage all right. So, um, yeah, this week we are led again by um, the amazing Julie Bicini talking about finding inspiration in PPC. Now, just to clarify at this stage that um, with these chats, because Julie and most of the people that, um, most of the awesome intellects that come and join us in this PPC PPC chat, even that um are from the U S and uh, you know and it's yeah so it's attended by most mostly people from the U S. They don't just mean Google ads when they say PPC. So um, yeah, we're talking about paid media across Google, Facebook, Twitter, Quora, LinkedIn, and yeah, anything that can be bought um, in a biddable nature, which we know it's not just Google. So even like display, programmatic, um, all those strategies are talked about when we say PPC. So don't get confused if, if we lean into those channels outside of Google um, so much. So yeah, so let's get straight into the chat. Julie asks, hello, and thank you all for joining me today. We will be talking about finding inspiration in PPC. But first, how are you doing? Today is Tuesday, today's Prove Tuesday is the day before. Um, the religious um, yeah, the most like the religious period of Lent starts that just precedes Easter, um, yeah. So yeah, before before we go on a, on a like forty days of depriving ourselves of all our favorite things, we we kind of feast our faces and stuff our faces with pancakes with and, and maple syrup and blueberries and lemons and 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 bananas and apple syrup and all kind of syrup and. We did this amazing thing with Brain Labs, um, where I work, where we um, had a Zoom, like Google Meets, like cook-along, and our chef, we have a chef, we was that was part of our kind of, our treat, our our perk when we were in the office, we had a, a very lovely home-cooked meals for our lunches, and so we're still having an employment um, to do these kind of cook-alongs and tell, show us from our homes how we can make like the perfect syrups for toppings for pancakes, that was lovely and I put a picture in there so yeah you want to check that out and see what a job I did with uh, making American style thick pancakes um Julie then replies um I was actually inspired to do this topic by my lack of inspiration today oh bless we have another snowstorm coming on Thursday I'm really really sick of snow at this point bring on spring please oh yeah one thing we can always rely on London for is that when we get snow it doesn't last it doesn't stick around for too long. Weather is always up and down. So last week and a bit, we had a sh- we had snow. I was able to make a snow angel. Um, you might have seen that on my fleets. Um, but yeah, we we um after a few days of like over this weekend, just gone. It started raining, and that was it. End of snow. End of snow season for us. That literally lasted maybe about seven, eight days. Sam replies to um, Julie saying that, yes, yeah, snow is bad. It belongs only on ski slopes and in Canada. I also saw that Texas, and apparently Texas never have snow. And I do hear that Texas does have very hot weathers. They even have snow as well. So that's been some interesting things to watch out for. Anyway, so let's get started. We go on to question one. Julie asks, on a scale of one to five with one, Being completely not inspired and five, being so inspired you can barely sleep. How inspired are you feeling in PPC these days? Ken Chang replies, five, some really interesting things that you can do with APIs and different ways to automate tasks. John Kagan replies, around a two, I blame it on the COVID, (laughs) no, on the cold even, he says. Julie replies, I'm about a three currently, a nice solid so-so, feel like I'm waiting for some other shoe to drop when it comes to iOS 14, GA4, more random acts of Google or Facebook, etc., part of it. Maybe due to this awful winter and pandemic fatigue. It's such a real thing. Definitely got pandemic fatigue. Um, Kamikaris replies for certain. The pandemic is making it harder to recharge the batteries. Nothing much is a five right now. Julie replies, truth. Um And so, yeah, I said, um, yeah, I said, I've, I've gone through my, not too bad. Sean Ellie replies to a question, um, one saying, um, yeah, somewhat to blame on the cold, I think. Hope to see it increase as we get into spring, assuming no more surprises from Google. Kami Karas replies, in all honesty, I'd say we are at a two. We are prepping everyone for major overhauls. Orlando Valencia replies, question one saying four, because my clients are doing amazing right now. And it makes me thrive, strive for better for even better performance, not a five, because we have to put up with certain reps. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say also, we are about a four, sometimes five. Um, we are, we're, we're aiming for this amazing um, campaign where we're doing a data privacy course that's led by our head of product, Mark Sile. Um, follow him on LinkedIn, he's an amazing brain to follow. Um, and um, yeah, he's, he's gonna be running a, a marketing, a data privacy training um, in March. On the eighteenth, um, it's gonna be running about three p.m. um UK time. I'll say so that it's gonna be like that's gonna be about eleven a.m. Eastern time. I'm not sure any other time can fit the ranges. So um, those are the two main times um uh, to put in your diaries if you're in the US or the UK. Um, so yeah, and um, because of that, we've been running some paid social campaigns, um, doing prospective. Um, on LinkedIn but, and prospective and remarketing on Facebook, so taking the audience and actually showing the ads on Facebook, mostly on Facebook. Um, um, a lot more on Facebook, but a little bit for prospecting on LinkedIn. So, yeah, some really interesting results, getting very successful, but we're filling the seats, and it's really exciting time that exciting to see that that campaign is working. Julie replies to question um, two, Julie gives us question two, even saying, does your level of current PPC inspiration vary by platform right now? If so... How? Um, but before that, we've got Leo replying to question um, one saying 4.5. Oh, that's very close to perfect. Um, if PPC seems to be getting harder for us professionals, then there are a lot of people out there who need our help. Although most accounts I come across have the most fundamental problems that's very sad to hear kamikaris replies for to question two for sure we literally dropped half our small biz clients from google ads due to lack of transparency on search queries we're pivoting elsewhere with mixed results they had to drop half their small biz clients wow that's annoying John Kagan replies to question two, saying Google is higher. It just has more elements and bells and whistles and volumes to play with. Bing is good, but it lacks volumes and bells and whistles and easily falls behind on the inspiration side. And then we have Amanda of Baumer Marketing replying to question one saying, I'm almost never lacking in inspiration, just lacking the budget to do all the things. That's amazing to hear. Um, and then she continues to answer question two saying, I'm feeling extra inspired by LinkedIn ads with all the cool possibilities for targeting by job title, company, etc. Love some B2B advertising. And that's the kind of amazing thing that we're seeing. For um, our campaigns as well. Julie um, then answers question two saying Google Ads is wearing me out at the moment. Match types changes, lack of visibility, visible query data, ad winners being chosen essentially from Go. It's on my it is on my nerves. Yeah, I never liked that whole, yeah, you test it, and literally within a few days, a few hours, it's like, oh, this is the winning ad when, um, yeah, it's probably just optimizing towards more clicks. Um, Kami replies, the amount of interaction required with GA ads is, w- with Google ads, it's a wearing thing. If you consider time in ROWE on top of wasted ad spend, it's no longer viable for most smaller budgets. Then we have Ken Chang replying to question two, saying very happy with Microsoft due to their API and transparency with us especially with um, search queries, I imagine. Um, some of our automation broke jumping to Google Ads API too, but we'll manage. Um, Emma Franks replies to question one, saying probably around a 3.5. Honestly, pandemic fatigue is a thing, but that's actually up from 2, 2.5 a few months ago, so definitely heading in the right direction, thanks to some strategic changes we've decided for 2021. Um, Amanda then replies to John Kagan's answer to question two, where... Um, John had replied, Google is higher. It just has more elements and bells and whistles and volume to play with. Bing is good, but it lacks volume and bells and whistles and easily falls behind on the inspiration side. Amanda replied to that, I like that you can target industry and job titles in Bing, just not enough volume for the clients I work with, smallish, to really take advantage. Bingo. Great idea on paper. Sucks in volume. Um, Yeah, so we need to find that channel that can do great targeting, like B2B targeting um but has better volume um yeah is no one out there tim halloran replies to question um one saying um can we assume inspired and challenged are synonymous if so i'd give myself a five learning a lot diving deep into google shopping and the amz ecosystem lately i'm loving the way tim has, has turned that around like yeah be feeling very inspired and challenged at the same time which you know can be a good thing um, and then yeah, I said that in reply to question two, saying we aren't doing much on Google Ads because current audience, because of current audience, um, we are targeting isn't on there. And Emma Franks actually then followed up and asking me like some interesting questions. or an interesting question about that, saying that is so interesting to hear, given Google's proclaimed near monopolistic market share. I'm curious if you're at liberty to tell what audience you aren't you're looking for that isn't present there. So my answer mainly is due to not just about. audience not being there but it's not it's not going to be effective enough for what we're trying to do so we're doing a data privacy course as i mentioned earlier on the 18th of march on 18th of march run by mark tile what um our major problem is with google ads is that yeah it's not like we want like a mass offering or like loads of people coming to it so it's more of like yeah an audience webinar things and i don't really see paid search ads done for those kinds of events, especially it's gonna be an online event. Um, and we want to select a few spaces and um, and it's not gonna be, it's not a mass advertising we want to do. So yeah, I said that I am tied on what I can say in terms of what our exact audience is, but let's just say for now, we're setting it up um, Google ads. It, the way we're setting it up right now in terms of what the how the webinar is gonna run, um, Google ads will waste us more money than make. And so then we go on to question three, where Julie goes, what excites the most in PPC right now? Um, But before we get to that, Emma Franks replies to question two, saying level of inspiration, not necessarily. I think that's driven more by my overall mental state, but the type of inspiration, definitely working in finance sensitive category for some platforms means limitations in what's possible. But that's a fun puzzle to solve. Orlando Valencia replies to question two, saying inspiration definitely varies by platform, especially in the ones I'm still learning more about. Overall, I would say they inspire me to try different approaches across platforms. Um, and then, yeah, I actually said that what actually excites me most right now about PPC is that there's undoubtedly some new innovations coming up. And um, I'm already seeing some within Brain Labs, where I'm sure show other um, digital agencies are actually thinking of innovative ways of really tackling all these different changes in terms of, like, you know, the automation and privacy going for, forward as we're doing some training on. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I just feel that we're definitely on the cusp of, um, of some overdue um, amazing, amazing innovations due to all these updates that Google and Facebook are making that we aren't so sure or happy with. Glenn Schmelzel replies to question three saying, I'm getting pumped about using GA4 and some of the data handling capabilities. I'm hoping it translates to Google Ads success, but it's not limited to that channel. Sean Ellie replies to question um, three saying that trending in e-commerce, the silver lining of the pandemic, has been successful small e-commerce clients and more attention or thought by consumers on where they are spending money. Tim Halloran replies to question three saying using data co-ops like Bombora to get that intent data, then connecting that to LinkedIn ads. It's fun getting nice data from other sources, since it can feel like all us paid marketers are having a bit of a drought in that department. Julie replies to question three, saying, um, we're entering into a major change period, and that is exciting, but to be honest, not as exciting as it would be to me if we were not in the middle of this pandemic. A lot of what has been successful historically is going to have to be rethought. Now, something I didn't mention in the chat is that, and it's inspired, I'm, I'm inspired by Julie's um answer here is that we are we in the middle of a pandemic right now, but we're gonna get out of it, especially at the end of the year. And one thing I'm talking about with several people is travel. Everybody is waiting. They've got the list of the countries that they want to go to, and the things, the places they want to book. Um, and I've not started buying tickets yet, but I feel before the end of the year, there's gonna be another boom, a proper boom wave, and uh, an overturn um, in the travel travel industry. So anyone anyone working with travel clients or travel clients themselves. Yeah, get ready for that and start planning for that. Honestly, and then we have Kami Karras replying to question three, saying carousel ads on various platforms, LinkedIn targeting, and seen LinkedIn targeting and seen results in social platforms gives us hope and diversification options from Google. I'll read the answer again. Carousel ads on various platforms, LinkedIn targeting. And seeing results on social platforms gives us hope and diversification options from Google. Um, Emma Frank replies to question three, saying, I'm getting really into the creative aspect again, doing more than just analyzing data and pulling levers, but really putting on the marketing cap and thinking how PPC messaging fits into broader segmentation and channel positioning strategies. Um, She continues, I'm not a proclaimed expert on this, by the way, but I do like. The challenge and purpose of having cohesive messaging across all platforms while tailoring the specific creative to the intent of the platforms you're advertising on. And then Glenn Schmelzer prize to um, Jim Banks where Jim had replied to question three saying I'm excited about the FUD that a lot of agencies are showing. It's a competitive landscape and it, if they are doubtful, fair or uncertain they will make mistakes um, that we won't if they have if they leave platforms because they can't figure things out. That makes life easier. Glenn replies, righto, Jim. Clients will gravitate to the better prepared agencies over the agencies with the slicker sales pitch. Um, and Jim replies, if the agency is relying on results from brand campaigns and remarketing, they are in for a rude awakening soon. I don't know whether that means for Jim. Jim says, is saying that... Um, results from brand campaigns is not something you should rely on, which I, but I actually feel like doing brand, branding campaigns is actually very important. So I'm not sure that about that. Um, to be fair, not the first time Jim and I have not, um, agreed on an idea, but hey, everything is worth a test. John Kagan replies to question three saying, I'm still in love with the not so new demographic profiles. I make for audience targeting. Ken Chang replies, question three, saying marketing automation possibilities. Google Data Studio feels like it's a bit unfinished and has room to grow. And Google Ads Editor has some nice updates and good to know that it's been updated. Plus APIs are better documented now and we can roll out our own tools. Um, And then Julie goes on to um, question four, saying what are you struggling with as far as inspiration goes in PPC right now? Not much to say to PPC and, um, yeah, so not really struggling much there to be honest. But John Kagan replies to it saying that, I'm not so much a struggle, but every time I get excited about something in SEM, something happens and I'm forced to divert, i.e. last week, the match type change. Um, so yeah, it's all about, you need to be really on top of things, um, with Google ads because they can always change things on us. And, um, a continued answer to, um, question three, i I'll actually do the first one, um, Emma initially said, I'm getting really into the creative aspect again, doing more than just analyzing data and pulling levers, but really putting on the marketing cap and thinking how PPC messaging fits into broader segmentation and channel positioning strategies. Emma replies to that saying, I'm not a proclaimed expert on this, by the way, but I do like the challenge and purpose of having cohesive messaging across all platforms while tailoring the specific creative to the intent of the platform and that you're advertising on very true on that one. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, Emma then replies to question four, um, as well saying, I'm honestly having a hard time finding motivation or emotional energy to dig into and care about the iOS updates and GA4 and all the new stuff that I know is approaching or here and needs to be addressed. Advice is welcome. Ah, I think more training on it is really the best advice, um, I could give. Um, John Kagan replies to question four as well, saying, I'm not so much a struggle, but every time I get excited about something in SEM, something happens and I'm forced to divert, um, i.e. last week, the match type changed. Oh, sorry, I'd already read that one. (laughs) Anyway, so Orlando Valencia replies to question three, saying, the thing that excites me most is same as it's always been, performance, A-B test, wins, back-end metrics, integration, custom audiences, etc. Anything that leads to wins is what drives me. Blanche Melzer replies, question four, saying, our team is fatigued with watering down of all things keyword or query related. Once the cornerstone of PPC now. It's just something we grumble about, to be honest. Amanda replies, question three, saying, opportunities with YouTube ads plus affiliate marketers or influencers are way underrated, in my honest opinion. Um, Julie goes on to answer question four saying, I agree with Jim Banks that retargeting is in for a major shakeup, and I'm trying to trying to think proactively about that now. Lloyd, what kind of shakeup? The query data is Google ads in, is in Google Ads is a major issue that I've not found a solid way around or through either. That's where some innovation is coming, um, coming from, honestly. Sean Ellie replies to question four saying lacking inspiration around Google's new features. Feels like every time they release a new beta or ad type, it hampers data and creativity. I used to get really excited about these. Um, Leo replies to question 3 saying, training new team members on Google Ads, emphasizing importance of fundamentals, showing that most problems lead back to it regardless of how boring it may seem. Seeing them grow in the process is exciting. Um, and say, yeah, Tim Halloran then replies to question four, saying something sometimes paid marketing can feel like you're a boat out at sea caught in a storm trying to get to land. But the wind direction keeps changing. Loss of data, constant changes across multiple channels, but uh, bad PR, new regulations just feels that like like you can't keep up sometimes. Um, and then, yeah, in reply to um, to that, Julia says very true. I think it's also intensified right now because there are so many other macro factors in play all over the place. And then we've got Lior replying to replying to question four saying, as we continue to invest in technology and processes to improve our performance, there is that subtle dark feeling that Google ads may make parts of it obsolete. As much as I try to ignore the feeling, it still seems to be a matter of when versus if, so that sucks. Um, and then, yeah, we've got CM Shah replying um, to question five saying, when bounce rate goes high and not getting results, quickly change strategy and having faith in what I've done. I'm not sure if I if um I saw question five. Um but yeah anyway, question five goes when your inspiration is faltering, what do you usually do to try to kick start it? Um yeah, I don't think um question five um, showed up in the feed but oh well um, and so yeah amanda replies to question five saying when my inspiration falters sleeping on it usually helps tremendously cardio also helps but that's the more painful option um julie replies the facebook ad library tool is a good place to poke around if you're feeling a bit blah about facebook ads you can find great ones and ones that make you feel better by your efforts even if, if you're not feeling like yours are particularly awesome at that moment Sean Ellie replies to question five saying, take a break. Try and do something active. Another reason the cold has been frustrating this last week. Get away from the screen. I don't know if this image is true, but I saw um there was a lady who was, like, having fun doing, like, a report with, like, a water bottle um, about the cold. And saw a lady walked by her, you know, going for a run. <laughs> and they were like, wait, you're still going to go for a run even in this snow? And she's like, yeah, it's a Monday. She's got to. And literally, she's walking by and they're still, like, you know, focusing on, like, the news report, in inverted commas, um, the lady who was doing her run pretty much fell down. <laughs> just fell down in the snow. Bless her, and rolled around a bit, and got back up. So, yeah, some people are still stay hip, staying active in the snow, but I just did long walks. So I was not prepared to run and break her hip in this in this cold. Kami Karas replies to question 5, saying, try something completely new, since our frustrations are revolving around previous go-to strategies faltering. We have no preconceived expectations on something completely new to us. So those wings feel bigger. Plus we have um, expanded ourselves in the meantime. Ken Chang replies to question five, movement, walking around and biking. Orlando Valencia replies, look at other channels, TV, mail, flyers, podcast, right here, uh, magazines, etc., and think of their target audience and the messaging they're using. Um, Emma Emma Franks replies to question five saying finding the right playlist is a crucial first step for me familiar enough that my brain can tune out the lyrics if any but engaging enough that it injects energy rather than siphoning it and I don't get bored or distracted by phone a difficult balance um, these days. Um, a reply to question five, Tom Mortimer, Tom Mortimer replies, this sounds silly, but for inspiration or self-motivation, whatever it is, if I'm in a lull, I put on a song I really like, dance to it, while I make myself a tea, um, then when the song's over, go back to my desk and get my head down, yeah, if for me, I just a uh, dance, make some coffee, and then, um, yeah, get back to work, Tom continues saying that this is also a hell of a lot easier now. We're working from home. Yes, you can do all your silly dances without embarrassing yourself, like from other people looking at you and going, why are you doing some crazy dance in the middle of the office? And in response to Emma Frank's um, reply, um, replying to question five, where she had said finding the right playlist is a crucial step and um something that's engaging injects energy but you know it that won't get distracted it won't it won't um distract her from work amanda replies to that saying lo-fi beats is my number one workday genre genre right now Emma replies to that nice i've been re- relying heavily on a spotify mix based around hey marseilles um the mountain goats and bad bad hats this month <laughs> Julie replies that I was just thinking about music too. I share my office now with my daughter, so I don't always put music on while she's while she's there with me, but I should put my headphones on more often, I think. Yeah, I need to use, put, do more music. Emma Franks replies, sometimes working in proximity to someone else, even if you're both silent, can always be helpful, especially these days. I work in my office almost entirely during the work week, but weekend work or homework I usually do in the main house while hubs is around doing other things. That's a very sweet way to put that together. And, and although I don't like the sound of weekend work, there really shouldn't be any weekend work and it should just be spent with loved ones. Tim Halloran replies to question five saying, getting out of the office, working at the office if you can, drinking lots of cold brew office, <laughs> cold brew office, cold brew coffee even, headphones plus Spotify, standing in a sun ray with my head aimed at the sun with my eyes closed till it feels like I'm getting burned a little and then julie gives us question six saying have you seen any campaigns or done any yourself lately that you thought were really amazing or cool or inspiring or ideas sparking um and then you've we've got um but before we get into those ashwin um, Ashwin replies to question four, saying slightly different perspective as a marketer for a product that PPC practitioners use. Volatility. How can we best serve the community? What can we create that will be of value? How can we inspire, motivate and educate? Orlando Valencia replies to question six, saying tested connected TV with a dedicated phone number to track performance has been um, doing a lot better than we expected. Sean Nelly replies to question six, and recently had to rework an account and shopping campaigns after some website changes. Nothing crazy, but enjoying getting into the data restructuring and watching results. Sometimes that simple process can inspire me and remind me why I chose PPC to begin with. Then we've got Leo replying to question 5 saying faltering inspiration is infectious especially as a leader if i feel that this way um if i feel this way then the team probably does as well we have a team meeting open up about how things are going acknowledge the lull then figure the way back up as a team um Julie replies to question 6 saying my ad consumption is way down lately i barely go on facebook for personal use anymore we watch a few things that have commercials in them on TV, but stream most stuff. The eyes I see on Twitter are either bad or should not be targeting me. Amanda replies to question six saying lead forms in LinkedIn um, and via Google Ads extensions have been performing well for me lately. Ken Chang replies to question six saying yes, a campaign that a friend designed um that used remarketing to serve up a customized ad. Um, and then in reply to Orlando's answer to question six, where he suggested testing connected TV with a dedicated phone number to track performance. Um, Julie replies, for what industry? Orlando replies, finance. So, yeah, you might want to try that out for you if you have a finance um, client. Emma replies to question six saying, we've been testing lead gen forms on LinkedIn For the first time, campaigns geo-based are hit or miss so far, but I'm excited at the interaction rates we've seen. Time will tell on lead quality, fingers crossed. Um, Julie then um, goes on to our last question of the day, saying, asking, are there any resources you use could be non-PPC too, when you feel you have PPC inspiration faltering. Julie replies, reaching out to industry friends if I am feeling stuck has been really helpful for me. This community has a way of inspiring as well. You never know when you'll see someone share something here that will spark an idea. Reading for fun too. And um, yeah, in reply to question five, I go take a break from it or get someone else to look at the problems for me, another person auditing my work doesn't cause fear. I find it extremely useful, but I've seen that not many people like that attitude. Um, and before we go into this, like um, the final roundup, yes, um, we're almost at the end of it. Orlando Valencia replies to question seven, saying: "Read more about the industry I'm working on. Look at competitor reviews. Look at how affiliates work in the space. Focus on understanding what the target audience wants and needs." Kami Karis replies to question seven, saying we pivot to something else. Um, I found it unproductive to force creativity or strategizing when someone is in an implementation mode. Being able to shift to SEO or CRO helps to keep the wheels moving in a positive direction, leading to more insight. Overall, I totally agree with that When when you feel like your PPC channel is not. Doing what it should be, check other channels, it will really give you inspiration as to what's going on, and it might be something that has nothing to do with you at all. And, um, yeah, if your CRO is not done right, no matter how good your paid search is, uh, a paid search account is going, you're not going to see the conversions. Um, and then, yeah, I do, um, the final, I'm going to give the final answer from what what I gave as my answer to question seven. I said, I know I say it every chance I've got but it'll never get old. This PPC chat community are my greatest resource and inspiration, not just from the massive knowledge and intellect we collectively hold, but the gener- generosity you have with the knowledge and the amazing cheerleading we get from people who are just so supportive um, of your growth. And I put um a GIF of the Grinch. I don't know it's not the, uh, and the original Grinch, they so not Benedict Cumberbatch or um Jim Carrey. <laughs> It looks like a lady. And he goes, you're my people. (laughs) I love that GIF. Even though we're past Christmas. So, yeah. Julie then goes next week's chat will be with with the guest, Mark Poirot. Mike Poirot? Poirier. So M-A-R-C-P-O-I-R-I-E-R. I'm just going to be calling him Mark <laughs> when he chats with us next week. Uh, um, yeah, Julie rounds off. Thank you all for joining today. And um, we will be having a live chat over on Clubhouse tomorrow. So by the time you're listening to this, it's going to be same day. So hopefully it's out before you're listening to this. Um, it's out. It's oh, hopefully this episode is out before you have a chance to listen to it. So that's twelve o'clock um Eastern time, but also five p.m. GMT on Clubhouse. If you need um um an invite, I've got four Clubhouse invites. So um let me know. Just um DM me my your number. Your iPhone number is got to be an iOS. It's only open to iOS at the moment. DM me your number on on my Twitter account, which is the marketing Anu. Um, also a nice little plug for the Brain Labs, um, we are doing a, um, a data privacy course on the 18th of March. Go on our website. Um, it should be on the homepage. We're going to have a bit on the homepage that talks a bit about it. That then deep links you into the um, dedicated page about it. Buy tickets coming up on the March the 18th. And it will be one not to miss. Talking about data privacy, how we're going to survive in the cookie-less world. Come especially like um, probably like early next year um, when it's really going to be That's it. You can only use first party data. Um, Yeah, don't miss it. And yeah. Um, that is it for today. I hope you've enjoyed the talk. Hope you've not been bored from my rambling ons. Hope um the sound has been good. I promise you'll be back to excellent sound next week. A microphone is coming um this weekend. I love a new gadget. Um, but yeah, hope you've taken some great takeaways from this. And if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions, get in touch with me by sending me a message, DM me even, um, or following me on Twitter. That will be really great. It will help with my numbers. Um, and remember, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye.